Hi, I'm Lori Coates, BCBA school psychologist and bait team coordinator. And I'm Jocelyn Ruiz. I'm also a BCBA and bait team co-coordinator. And this is our second episode of Bait Debate Topics We're Tackling. Bait Debate will address simple research-based behavioral practices that will work with individual students or groups of students in school settings. The situations and questions will be adapted from what we are seeing and hearing in schools. These are common struggles with students of all abilities. Although they are simple strategies, they will be effective at decreasing challenging behavior and making your day just a little easier. We're excited to share these strategies to make them available to SPED teachers, gen ed teachers, and all school staff working in schools. We will occasionally have special guests from the field joining us, and we are excited to announce that we now have a place for you to submit your questions. You can send us an email at baitdebatepodcast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing what you guys have going on. As always, the topics we discuss are very specific to a particular area we experience. Before we jump into the topic for today, maybe it would be helpful to talk about general factors that influence student behaviors. So Lori, what are some of these factors? Well, several factors really impact students, like their own background, where they are developmentally, cognitively, their culture, social skills, their identity factors. Really, the thing is for us to always be aware, right? In the behavior analytic field, we call it being culturally competent, always being aware of what our students' needs are, what their backgrounds are and how that impacts behavior. And then truly it comes down to consistency and reinforcement. The more consistent we are with students, that actually shows them we care. And then being reinforcing, right? Being able to access reinforcing is really critical for students. So what is our topic for today, Jocelyn? Today we're going to be talking about disruptive versus dangerous behaviors and our responses to those. So Lori, what is a disruptive behavior? Uh, Disruptive are those that interfere with learning, but they're not harmful. So these are things like swearing, screaming, whining, and even disrobing. So a student disrobing is disruptive. It's not directly harmful. Out of seat, there's so many disruptive behaviors that teachers are challenged with. So Jocelyn, how would you define a dangerous behavior? Dangerous behaviors are those behaviors that are potentially harmful or have a significant potential to cause serious harm. Some examples of behaviors that we would consider dangerous are hitting, kicking, using items as a weapon, eloping can also be considered a dangerous behavior. Why do we want to know if it's disruptive or dangerous? I think that's, you know, that's what helps us know how to respond. What's my level of response? A disruptive behavior, quite often, if a kid's talking out, swearing, out of their seat, they're looking for attention. So if I respond too much for that, then all I'm doing is reinforcing that disruptive behavior, and I'm going to see more of it. If it's a dangerous behavior, I really do need to know that safety is of concern, and I need to be responsive to that safety concern. Also, just remember that we want to follow our district's policy. Every school district, every company is going to have a different policy regarding those safety things. So we want to follow those safety directions from there. And we know that the disruptive behaviors take a lot of instructional time from teachers, and this is the reason they become so challenging. Those inconvenient behaviors, I heard a staff call it inconvenient behaviors one time, and 
Yeah, I think that's the perfect word to describe disruptive behaviors. I would definitely agree. And I think those are the ones that teachers are are really struggling with most in their classrooms. They're the things that take up the most time. And unfortunately, students have figured that out and they love all the attention they get from these disruptive behaviors. The dangerous ones are the ones that are keeping, I don't know, teachers up at night, you know, Mm -hmm. though, too. So when we talk about some of those levels of response, right, we want to remember their history again. So let's talk about elopement. Is elopement a dangerous behavior or a disruptive behavior? Well, I think depending on the student and the situation, elopement could be just disruptive or it could be dangerous. Exactly. And I think that's the piece that is hard for teachers. As soon as the student leaves the classroom, it feels dangerous. When I had a student several years ago who always ran and hid behind the red couch in the office, that was just disruptive. Even though he's out of the classroom and people wondered where they were, we finally figured out he was always going to the same space. So it was disruptive and he got a lot of attention from us looking around for him. (laughs) Probably loved all that attention. (laughs) You know, that's what people are looking for, right? Yeah. It's definitely what people are working for. (laughs) When it comes to like chairs and desks, though, You know, sometimes students tip them, but sometimes students actually throw them. So deciding if the tip is dangerous or is is it disruptive, at that point, a teacher has to make a judgment call. Yeah. And that's really hard. So, again, I just want to, as we talk about disruptive versus dangerous, I just want to reiterate that every company, every school district is going to have their own crisis response program, and we need to make sure we're following those safe practices with students. So that's our episode for today. Yeah. Jocelyn, I want to thank everybody else for joining us in this episode of Bake Debate. We're excited to have this opportunity to take a moment to evaluate the severity of behavior as a primary key in managing behaviors in schools. We hope the information presented was meaningful to you all today. And we also have lots of exciting topics we'll be covering through the school year to keep you and your educator friends reeled in. Be sure to like, share, email questions, And we'll see you next time on Bait the Bait.